Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to part two of the Steelers postgame podcast. I'm Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Joining me, the other co-editor, Dave Schofield, and the podcast producer, Brian Anthony Davis. Steelers win 27-3 over the Jacksonville Jaguars. They remain perfect 10-0, and and it's on to Baltimore. But first, we need to digest this win on Sunday in Week 11 down in Duval County. Grayson Brown generously gives us $5. He says 10-0. and Here we go. Steelers still haven't played their best ball yet. Thoughts on Terrell Edmonds this season and the defense run improvements. Great segue, Grayson. Thank you very much. Let's talk about these defenders a little bit because, boy, were they opportunistic. They were opportunistic. Let's start off with the um, the front. Let's talk about run defense first. James Robinson rushes 17 carries for 73 yards, 4.3 average. This is weird. He's the only person that's credited with a carry for the Jaguars in the entire game. I don't know if I've ever seen that before. Um yeah. Nonetheless, he was held to under 100 yards, and that's under 100 yards total for the team. That's pretty darn good, guys. If we're grading the run defense, what grade are you giving them? We'll start with you, Brian, this time. <laughs> you know, I'm still going to go ahead and give them an A here because I expected James Robinson to be really their only thing, and he's having a really good year as an undrafted free agent out of Illinois State. I have uh, – I jumped on his bandwagon very early this year, put him on almost every one of my fantasy football teams, and he's done really well. And I knew that they could – I really didn't want to start him this week because I didn't think he was going to be absolutely amazing against the Steelers, and he wasn't. They continue to do what they need to do about – excuse me, they do what they need to do when it comes to uh, stopping the running game. They're looking better, and I think those running woes are behind them for this week. 
Dave grading the run defense. Um, I'm going to give them an a minus. There was some times that I, I I pointed out that they gave up big running yards on first down a couple times, but a lot of those times it was funny because I I pointed this out that they would catch they, they would have the Steelers in their nickel defense and then run up the uh, up the middle. Um, other than that, a few times of giving up, you know, eight to 10 yards on a first down run, then they turn around and just shut it completely <clears> down. So there, you know, there's still something to be learned, um, in those plays. So therefore it's a building experience, but I really, that's being ticky tack. I really should give them an A because they, they, they did a great job. I'm giving him an A Tyson Alawalu is ridiculously important to this defense. As Dave pointed out during the game. And I think that it was a step forward. It's a team that wanted to run the football. They were good running back rookie. Um, relative, he reminds me of uh, MJD, little Maurice Jones drew like a little bowling ball. And then the fact that he plays in Jacksonville just kind of makes yeah. it even more significant, but still I will give him an A first time in the last three games. They've held an opponent team to under a hundred yards rushing, it's a step in the right direction, something they can kind of hang their hat on before they head into uh, this game on Thursday against the Ravens, who still do like to run the football. Um, Wes Hickok gives us five dollars. He said Derrick Henry gets my game ball, 133 yards, one <laughs> touchdown, one win. Uh, the defensive game ball he's giving it to Rel Edmonds. Yes, I just said that. I can't believe it myself. So thank you, Wes. We'll get to our game balls here in a second. Let's go to the pass defense next. Jake Luton had six, he went 16 for 37, 151 yards passing, an average of 4.1. He was intercepted four times, zero touchdowns for a rating of 15.5. DJ Chark Jr. had four catches for 41 yards. Tyler Eifert, who I didn't even know was still alive, two for 32. Key Keelan Cole senior with two for 26 James Robinson, two for 21 guys. This was not a good performance, but in terms of the fact that the quarterback was Jake Luton, uh, how do you grade the pass defense? Um, yeah, let's go to pass defense. Cause I, I should have said, let's, let me be more specific. Uh, Terrell Edmonds ends up with two picks. The second one was a mute. Um, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick with two picks in terms of pass defenses. The Steelers finished with eight guys grade the secondary, the pass defense. We'll start with Brian. How can you not give them an A plus? I... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. You had to bring that up. I said Keith Butler was ready for Tyler and I. Guys <laughs> had to bring that up. <laughs> sorry. Do you remember ahead, that, Brian? Brian. Do you remember sorry. that, Brian? That actually no, I was uh, I wasn't looking at the live chat, so I had no clue. I still don't. <laughs> do you, I but still do you don't remember know. what he's talking about? No, I have no idea. It well, was when um, Eifert didn't play. For, he was out for the oh, season. He was out for the season. He wasn't even playing, and he said in a you know a Thursday media session, "Oh, yeah, we're going to yep. be ready for Eifert and all this stuff," and he got ripped to shreds. He <laughs> yeah, that was just last shreds. year, wasn't it? I think it was last Two year. years ago, I think. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Doesn't it doesn't matter. matter. Well, way, way, to, way to kill his vibe, Dave. All right, good, Brian. Sorry, that was just good. <laughs> All right, so how can you not give them an A+. You know, that was... They covered well. They were very opportunistic. You have four interceptions. You know, really good game. I, uh, I was worried because DJ Chark... Or as we like to call in my house, DJ Chuck, DJ Chuck. Well, anyways, um, and then when DJ Chuck got a little chippy, I I changed it to uh, 
um, DJ Chark, you sucked it. Da, 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 da. And then my, my kids started singing that. I get in trouble. And then they don't stop singing it. I get in more trouble. But Keelan Cole was a guy I actually put on my uh, on my FanDuel team today. Why? They, Why? Why would you do that? He was he cheap. He's getting passed to, you know, Jake Luton was throwing in the ball, you have to remember. He was cheap, okay. and I thought maybe it, it would All be right. That's why I don't win that money anymore. That's not, that, that, that started <laughs> off like every one of Brian's 2 a.m. stories. It was cheap, and I thought it would be good. <laughs> Smoke him if you got him, boy. So, you know, I they did a great Ooh. job against these guys, and I'm going to talk about more about Terrell Edmonds later. I know Kyle wants to hear more about me talking about Terrell Edmonds. I will say this about Terrell Edmonds. Every single week in my bold and bizarre I was going to say this. I say <laughs> he is going to get an interception. This week, I say he's going to have a great game, but he's going to drop a key interception. He's not going to get an interception, and he gets two. So guess what? <laughs> I I took credit for that in my head. You own it. Yeah, I was like, there you go. I did that. Um, <laughs> no, great job by the secondary. It's really they really had a good day. Dave Schofield, good. You have to answer me a question real quick, Jeff, because I don't want to screw this up because sure. I can't remember. Do we do the pass rush as a different grade, or is this included? With pass, pass rush is coming up. Okay, pass well then I'll leave up. it out. Then it's <clears throat> then 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 I'm going to say that the that the defense. I'm I'm torn between an A or an A plus. I mean, it's the NFL. You're gonna people are gonna complete passes at times and things are gonna happen. But these guys were all over it. Nobody gets in the touchdown zone. They did what they had to do, taking the ball away. I'm gonna go with the A plus. I'm gonna echo your A plus for one main reason. You lose Joe Hayden. Now, I think Joe Hayden could have come back in and played if it was a significant yeah. game. They, they, they said, we, we don't need you to. And they didn't miss a beat. Justin Lane has played more snaps this season than he has his whole career. Second-year guy out of Michigan State. Um, you also have um, Mike Hilton was back. That helps. Cam Sutton, he he looked good. He, Cam Sutton almost had to pick six in this mm-hmm. game. He had his hands on the football and he had the sideline. So I'm going to give him an A-plus for sure. All right, before we go to the pass rush, let's get to Alec. Uh, Clark gives us 499. He says, 10-0. Love the podcast. Thoughts on Ray Ray. I love him on special teams, obviously, but would love to see him more even with the depth we already have. Again, it comes down to in my opinion, it just comes down to there's only so many footballs to go around and there's only snaps, only so many snaps. And so everyone wants to see more of Ray Ray, but then everyone wants to see more of James Washington too. And so who do you not want to see more of? Do you not want to see more of Chase Claypool? Do you not want to see more of Deontay John? He got I, that, a head off in the backfield yeah, tonight. That was he good did. today. He that did. was great. You know, the thing about Ray Ray is he gets more opportunities than most special teams guys usually get. DHB never got that much, only if they had to because they were hamstrung by injuries. So they actually put him in the game plan for a couple plays a game, and that's more than I've seen in a long time. Remember, just about 10 years ago, had a fantastic guy in Stefan Logan. He was great. But he never saw the field. He was a very good kick returner for him, a one-year wonder. Um, did great things. Uh, set some records for them as well. But you know, Ray Ray is a part of the equation. He's just not. He just doesn't need to be counted on that much. I agree, hundred percent. Agree, hundred percent. 
Okay, how, let's. How great yeah. is the discussion that we're having to worry about getting guys enough playing time, rather than saying, "Oh man, we've got nobody to play this or that." That's, when you know, when your team wins know, twenty-seven baby. to three, when your, your team wins twenty-seven to three, and you're complaining about someone not getting enough snaps, yeah. it's a good problem to have. Yeah, let's stick with the defense. So let's go to the pass rush in particular. The Steelers ended up with seven quarterback hits. They only got to Jake Luton twice. Stefan to it with one, Bud Dupree with the other. In the second half, I, I got to be honest. I was worried. I said to Dave at one point, I'm like, I don't know. I feel like this is in jeopardy. The, the sack streak might be in jeopardy. Luton was getting rid of the ball quickly. They did not want him to have to drop back the seven-step drops, eight-step drops. Um, and then eventually they had to. Eventually you had to because when you're down by so many points, you have to try to get back in the game. And you're not going to be able to do that with those three-step drop ball out of your hands. In the end, they get to him twice. But let's grade out the pass rush today. Uh, Brian, we'll start with you, keeping the same order. I'm still giving it an A, and I'm, I'm going to tell you why. Because when they did, it was effective. That is a big help. I mean, the pass rush was a huge help in getting four interceptions. You got to realize that. You know, even when you look at the fact that the first one was deflected by Tyson Alualu, uh, I know that wasn't, he really wasn't rushing the passer um, per se, but he was, he got his hand up. That front seven did a lot to help get that secondary, those four interceptions. P.J. Watt was getting mugged a few times. Bud Dupree seemed like uh, early on that he was almost getting there. You're right, Luton or Luton or whatever. Remember the cough drops, Luton's, um, yeah, the cherry flavor. Really they were good. Good. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, really, they – a Luden's cough drop was probably better than this guy today. And, it, but the pass rush was not spectacular as far as stat wise, but they did everything you've got to do and they won 27 to three. So, Hey, all right, Dave, what about you? Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say B plus because I would like them to be able to get home. Like I was <laughs> one time, Bud Dupree was going to run down from behind until DJ Watt. DJ Watt, TJ Watt, when basically blocked him off from getting to the sack. What well, was just one of those things? I'd like to see them get home more, but you've got to understand the Steelers are so good at getting to the quarterback. That's got to be the focus every time a team goes on the field against them. We've got to protect the quarterback. We've got to get the ball out quick. We blah, blah, blah. And Brian's right. What did it cost today? It helped cost four interceptions. So it's doing great. I'd like to see it get home a little bit more. Um, it's not that they did anything wrong. It's just, you know, what it was. This is why this team works together so well. Something they didn't do last season because without Roethlisberger, they couldn't. If the, if the Steelers offense is going to put up points, even if it's just like a 10 point lead, or, uh, I think they had a 14 point lead heading into halftime, 17 to three, 14 points is enough that the other team is going to have to start changing their philosophy. They're not going to have they're, unless they're the tenant that Houston Texans in week three, where they decided to keep running the ball no matter what. Um, but that was Bill O'Brien running that team to the ground. It, it, it changes everything. And so you, yeah, you can dink and dunk your way, but when you're down by two scores, you can't, you're going to kill too much time. And that's why a team like the Baltimore Ravens, even coming up on Thursday night, they're not a big play team through the air. And so if you can get a lead, you're playing right into the hands of the Steelers defense. And that's exactly what happened today. Eventually, the Jaguars had to drop back. They had to try to put the ball down the field, and that's a recipe for disaster, especially 
with a team that is employing some really, really young and inexperienced players at almost every position. So I give them an A. I thought they did a good job. I wish the sack numbers were better, but again, a lot of teams are doing max protect. They're they're chipping TJ Watt every single play. Um, I thought Bud Dupree was going to get home a couple more times than he did, but hey, it is what it is. I want to go through some numbers here on the defensive side of the ball because I think it's noteworthy. So there was no one really that had crazy tackle numbers in this game. Vince Williams, five ta- five total, four solo. Minka, five, three solo. He had two pass defenses and inter- two interceptions. Cam Hayward, five for one. Spillane, four for three. Uh, Terrell Edmonds, four for two with two pass defenses and two interceptions. So guys, let's go defensive game balls now. Okay, defensive game balls, who are you giving it to? Uh, we'll go with Dave first this oh, time. Oh, good, because I'd like to go last on this one. Oh, okay. I'm going to leave it for you because I'm going to make him say it. I want him to have to say who gets the game ball. He should have to say it. So I'm going to think well, way outside he, of the box. He's going to think outside the box. That's why he told everyone to go ahead of him. No, well, I'm going outside the box because I was waiting for you guys to take the regular ones. My outside the box because you two better take the other two. I'm forcing Brian's hand to make him have to say it. He's going to have to say it. I have no problem saying it. Good. I'm going, shockingly, with someone who had zero tackles. I'm going with Tyson Alualu. He had the pass defense. That that interception was as much as on because of him as anything. But what did I point out to you, Jeff, at the one point? They go to run the ball. On first down, they get like eight yards or something like that. The the whole offensive line had a three-yard push down the field. I said, look, they were they were in in either they were in nickel. The next play, they're lined up with three defensive line with Tyson Allo in the middle. And guess what? Nothing. Nothing. No push. Nothing. He changes the game when he's in there as a nose tackle. I I still Steeler fans thought, well, yeah, I think Alawala could get the job going going into the season if they didn't draft another nose tackle and things like that. I don't think any of us expected for him to make this much of a difference in the Steelers running game and just on the defense in general. It's fantastic. Okay, Brian, what do you want to do here? Okay, you know what? I'll go ahead and go. Go. And I'm still going to go with Terrell Edmonds. <laughs> Thank you. And I was going to go Terrell Edmonds. <laughs> I was rough on him the first couple of games of the season. And you notice around week four or five, I completely changed my tune and said, and I jumped on his bandwagon. He deserves the game ball. Somebody mentioned earlier that uh, he did drop one. He did drop an interception this week. He could have had three maybe. Great game. He is playing to the point where we wanted the play out of him. He's still never going to get the credit that he deserves. I think it's time he starts getting the credit that he deserves. I do want to throw in, there's one more guy, and I don't want to take it away from Jeff. Well, I know Jeff, I know who Jeff's going with, but there was a guy, the reason I wanted to go last, I expected one of you to take um, Edmonds, and I want to make sure Bud Dupree gets credit this week because yeah, Bud Dupree yeah, had a great know. week. And and it just does not fit, just does not look like he had a great week because he doesn't have enormous stats. And we are getting so enamored in stats with these guys, and we're so enamored in records and sack records. I am too. I want them to break the all-time record. But the bottom line, I want them to go 19-0 and at the end of the season, and that's all I care about. So bottom line, great week for Terrell Edmonds. Keep that up. Best secondary in the league right now in my mind. I was I'm going to go with Minka Fitzpatrick for my defensive game ball because he this is what we saw in 2019 and I was one that said where's Minka earlier in the season where is he 
because last season it seemed like the football literally would just find him. It looked like, I I don't know what it was. He and Devin Bush had this knack for whether it was a fumble on the ground, the ball would just kind of go right to him. He's he's in that zone again. He's in the right place at the right time. His second pick was definitely noteworthy. That was all him. That wasn't a tip ball that goes into his hands. But you can't take anything away from him. Minka Fitzpatrick has been a playmaker for the Steelers since the day he put on a black and gold jersey, and he continues that in 2020. How many interceptions does he have now on the season? Anyone know? Four. Four? Four? That's what I thought. Sounds about right. Tremendous. Tremendous Jeff, stuff. Yeah. There's something else I want to say. There's a sure. stat that's missing. Because if you look at the passes defense, of course you get the two from Mink and the two from Edmonds because those are the interceptions. Yes. You have a Cam Sutton. You have a Bud Dupree. You have a Stefan Tua. You have a Tyson Alou. Those were the ones getting knocked down at the line of scrimmage. And every time that ball was knocked and up in the air, you and I are both screaming, go pick it off. I mean, one time it landed yeah. out of bounds. And we're still hoping that the Steelers make, the, make that play. But isn't it kind of weird that TJ Watt two different times is at the quarterback hitting his arm, making the ball come out where you even had to question how close was that to a fumble, but he gets it off. But yet that comes across as not a pass defense or anything. But I mean, he had a couple of them today and that was, that was, they were in some nice spots too. It's a good point. Snowman puts $5 in the tip chart. Thank you, Snowman. We appreciate it. He said we had well, had 519 in the chat at the time he put this, this uh, tip chart. He's only 106 likes. Come on, folks, hit the like button. We appreciate all the love on YouTube. If you're watching live on YouTube or if you're watching in replay, hit the thumbs up button. Subscribe to the channel. We do appreciate it as you get all of our afternoon podcasts here live streamed on YouTube.com. If you don't know where to find us, if you're listening on audio platform, go to YouTube.com, search BTSC Steelers Radio. All right, before we go into any final thoughts or anything, I do want to do a quick rundown while I still have everyone's attention about what next week is going to look like for our podcast platform. Okay, it's going to look different. We're still getting you all the shows. It's just going to be a little different. So, Brian, correct me if I'm wrong. Monday, you're going to have uh, the post-game show in the morning on audio. My Let's Ride will run at noon. And then around 5 p.m. live on YouTube, you'll have the Steelers Hangover followed by Monday night, the Scobro Show with Dave and Rich. Correct, Brian? Absolutely. The only thing that you will be missing there will be the retro show, which will air it's going later to be moved. on in the week. It's yes. going to be moved. Tuesday. You'll have the live mic regular time in the morning. You will have uh, the Scobro show will run on our audio side on at noon on Tuesday, Tuesday night. The three of us will be here for the Steelers preview. It's being moved from Thursday because they play on Thursday to Tuesday. Okay. So then Wednesday morning, which is the day before the game, I will have let's ride in the morning. Steelers preview will air on our audio side at noon. And then Wednesday night is know your enemy. Nothing changes with that. No schedule change at all. Our pregame show will be Thursday morning. That'll be Brian, and I'm guessing you'll get Kevin on as well? Yes, Kevin and I are already ready to go. And then we'll be back, the three of us, after the game on Thursday night to talk about that. Friday morning, you'll have uh, the pregame, and then Let's Ride will run at noon. And then uh, Friday evening might be like a retro show or something like that. We'll figure something out. Um, Will we have a live show on Friday on YouTube, Brian? We don't usually. No, we don't. Yeah. No, we don't. Um, there's gonna be there's gonna be some added bonus coming up this weekend here and there. You're going to have some things changing around because of the crazy week. Yeah. Uh, the Mike Tomlin press conference will probably be. I would assume that would be Monday. The the recap. Yeah. Um, so everything will everything will be there. And in fact, we might add some extra stuff just for the fact that the game's Thursday, and we still have a lot to say and a lot to look at. 
coming up. So we expect to have something going on on Sunday as well. But you're going to have your touchdown unders on. Yeah. Uh, you're going to have that on Friday. You're, excuse me, on Saturday. You're going to have brunch with Tony as well. So uh, everything that you're looking for, we're, we're going to have and maybe some added bonuses. Let me let me say that there's a people Stat in, the geeks in there somewhere. That geek is I think it's I, I want to put that on the weekend, but sure. Yeah, it's probably um, on the weekend. I do want to say this. A lot of people are saying, hey, you all should get a call-in show. If there's a way, and I don't know how, and I'd have to re- do some research, and maybe this is an off-season project of ours. If there's a way to be able to do a call-in show while still doing what we do on YouTube, I would love it. I'd love it. I think it'd be great to finally hear some from some people that are always in the live chat. Uh, we'll have to figure something out. I'm not sure how that works. Brian, Dave, and I will put our heads together and we'll see if we can figure something out. But I just want to give you that rundown before we call it a show, before well, I still have everyone's attention, because I know sometimes at the very end of the show, people kind of tune out. So we're still going to be here. You're still getting all the content. It's just going to be jam-packed uh, before the Steelers uh, play on Thursday Night Football. All right, so let's do final thoughts now. Uh, let's go with Dave first. Final thoughts on this week 11 game. I think it, it kind of comes back to what I said to, to start is that is being lulled into a blowout. I don't care that you were lulled into a blowout. I like that this team is, you know, this was a decisive win on the road. But the biggest thing you have to realize is could, was Ben a little frustrated thinking maybe the offense could have done more? Sure. This defense gave up three points. Okay, the defense gave up three points after giving up only 10 last week. This is the difference between this Steelers team and some of the other ones out there that a lot getting a lot of love. They don't have that super top notch defense to go along with the offense that is doing what they're doing. I think this is the most the the most balanced offensively defensively team in the NFL hence the 10 and 0 record and guess what if you're frustrated with with what the, the those national talking heads are saying about the Steelers it's very simple don't listen to them stick to your Steeler family there you go Brian Anthony Davis final thoughts don't you love it when a team is winning by 27 to 3 to go to 10 and 0 and we have got to look for some stuff to complain about and stuff to worry about. I just want you guys to enjoy the ride because I am really enjoying this ride. You've got the Ravens at 6 and 4, you've got the Browns at 7 and 3. This thing's not over, sure. But that's great. Dave just said about the national media and everybody talking about how the Steelers aren't a great 10 and 0 team now or how they are not an epic, you know, elite team of all time. Hey, 10 and 0 is all that matters. Style points do not matter. And I love that stuff. I love the fact that Ben Roethlisberger is not ranked in the top 10 of quarterbacks. I love that Chase Claypool is not ranked in the top 10 of rookies. And he has 10 touchdowns. One of the quickest the second quickest in 10 games to get to 10 of all time with guys like Harlan Hill and names that you've never even heard of. The only time ever. Dick Shiner did that, didn't he? Dick Shiner (laughs) not a quarterback. But see, that's the thing. When you do that, when you do not include the Steelers in the equation, when you do not make their heads bigger, you make something else bigger. And it's great to have a chip that is bigger on that shoulder that grows and grows and grows. That chip's not a tumor. That chip can get knocked off. And it gets knocked off by winning. And the Pittsburgh Steelers are winning 10-0. and 0. 
You've never seen it as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. You've never heard seen it as a Pittsburgh Pirate fan when the Steelers were the Pirates. You've never seen it, and you're seeing it. Embrace it, enjoy it, and let's go get them Ratbirds. Wang Harbs is coming to town. Let's deflate the Wang. <laughs> Follow that oh, up. Oh Jefferson. my gosh. No, seriously. All I could hear was it's not a Tuma. It's not a Tuma from Kindergarten Cop. And then he says deflate the Wang. Oh my gosh. Deflate the Wang. That's a shirt. That's a That's t-shirt a shirt right there. <laughs> I don't know. We might get in trouble for that one. Deflate the Wang. Anyways, I'm just gonna finish it up kind of saying that I think it's great that the Steelers play the Ravens this week. It's great. Because could you imagine if the Steelers had to play a team like um, I'll just throw a random team out there. Let's say the Jacksonville game was on Thursday night football. Let's say they had that game there for some reason. Could you imagine it? That's, that's a letdown game waiting to happen. If you believe in that type of stuff, this game, the Steelers are, are not going to overlook the Baltimore Ravens at all. No. They are going to have a hundred percent. Cause you know what? The Ravens are going to be playing for their playoff lives and the Steelers are going to be playing for the opportunity to put them out of it. You give them a fifth loss, and all of a sudden, when you have that six and three, seven and three group that's all vying for the playoff spots right there, you give them a six and five record. That's tough sledding, and they have some tough games coming up. So the Pittsburgh Steelers are ten and zero. I think if you go back to the other great teams, whether it's two thousand five, two thousand eight, or back in the seventies, every single one of those teams has had stretches where they were like, "Oh, that was an ugly win," but they still find a way to win. That's what these Steelers are doing. You shouldn't complain. And Ocam Zoax puts it best. Four ninety nine. The tip jar says crows for Thanksgiving, boys. Let's go undefeated. Amen to that. I'm not eating crow, but yeah, absolutely. I know what he's talking about. So, anything else, guys? Are we good? Hey, We're great. Ten yeah. and O. Oh. The only number double that digit zero, victories. Zero. The least amount of names well, or the zero, least amount of games possible. <laughs> That's 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 crazy. I don't care who it was that they beat. Ten and zero, man. 10 and I 0. still can't believe it. I I honestly cannot believe it. Like the, the, I, I just remember all these painful losses and talking about them in post game shows. If, if we're sitting there saying, "Oh my gosh," like we're having a nitpick, it, we're we're literally nitpicking. That's what's happening. My um, first season doing post game with Jeff. In fact, I I think we did it. It was it was the Hangover back then, but it yeah. was actually the post game show. And what we were doing, it was on Blog Talk Radio, and the Steelers were five and six. And we're saying, hey, the season's not over yet. They, if they beat, if they just lost to Dallas, but if they get on a roll, they could be okay. They did. They went on a roll. They went to the AFC Championship game. They lost, but that was so hectic. This isn't hectic. This is glorious. 10 and 0. Yeah. 10 and 0 indeed. It's, it's just great. But let's enjoy the ride. Let's enjoy this win. We're going to be turning things quickly because the Steelers are going to be turning the page quickly to the Ravens. So stay with us. Wherever you get your podcasts, search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain. Subscribe, follow wherever you get your shows. And make sure BehindTheSteelCurtain.com because a lot of people don't realize we are connected with BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. It should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. We'll have some great content there for you. Gentlemen, thank you very much. 10 and 0 is 10 and 0. I don't care how you do it. Plain and simple. Let's do it. Let's go. Stay tuned. We'll see you next week. I'm sorry. See you Thursday night for a Steelers post game show. Take it easy. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.